Oh, they they ditched the fish. I'm done. No time for I'm fishing. Done. We're not watching this anymore. It's bullshit. Heresy. Oh, there's another fish here. They're gonna skip. They didn't stop and pet the fish. Now you all saw that like. Zach showed up and Hades was about to catch that fish. You all saw that, right? Right, right. Yeah. He was standing right in front of it. They have one death defiance for this. That's terrifying. And especially when you know there's a fish there, you might be looking for that rare earth fish. Okay, but will they get the fish in the VOD? That's the important better factor. <laughs> Hey everybody, and welcome to Need for Speedrunning, your favorite podcast about playing games and going fast. We like to discuss speedrunning news, speedrunning events, we like to watch speedruns, we like to play video games that aren't Elden Ring sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. No, that's not accurate, not at all. It's <laughs> not anymore no. anyways. I am the Elden Ring, uh, you're all trying to find me. Yeah, yeah. I would have found you, I think, at this point. I'm level 101. Uh, unshattered. And, Whoa, uh, okay. Oh, so you're yeah. about halfway through the game then. Oh. <laughs> I believe I, I hit a point of no return, and I backed away mm. violently from it. I'm not sure. Good call. Um, Good yeah. call. My name is Loaf of White Brad, and I'm excited to talk about the game that I was obsessed with before Elden Ring came out. <laughs> uh, who else do we have here today? Hey, I am Jay Hobbs. That is me, the voice that you probably will have a hard time recognizing for a while anyways. And uh, yeah, we're talking about some Hades. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm uh, Luigi's Apartment, and this is probably, Hades is probably the last game I was this obsessed with as I am with uh, Elden Ring. So, yeah, <laughs> kind of ties together. There you go. And our good friend Spike will be taking a break from the show for a while. I do imagine we'll see him somewhere down the line. But, uh, yes, in the meantime, you're stuck with us, knuckleheads. So uh, <laughs> we're here to discuss Hades. We're not talking about Elden Ring. We're talking about Hades. Well, and, I mean, um, we can talk a little bit about it. Yeah, we got I mean, plenty of time to talk about Hades. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you guys want to have a preamble about... Uh, we could talk about what we've been playing. We already know what we've been playing. Do you guys yeah. have any initial thoughts you'd want to share about Elden Ring? I got I got a couple. So here's the thing. I'm actually probably out of the three of us the least deep into this one, which seems weird. Because, 20 hours. Yeah, I'm here. only 11. Okay, um, okay. Which seems weird because I'm a streamer and will normally, I mean, you are too, <laughs> Luigi, but like I normally would just go binge day day in, day out. But I've just been doing a lot of like offline work. Mm. Um, I think Elden Ring is uh, it's so cool. It, it's so different from a lot of the souls games while still feeling very in line, kind of in the same way that like Sekiro felt very different, but also still, you know, in, in the same vein, but just, but it feels totally different from Sekiro. Um, I think they kept a lot of like really great elements from experiments like Sekiro, uh, like the ability to jump and crouch and actually sneak up on, on things. Jumping um, is nice. And then I'm still not that far into it yet, but I think this is the most accessible, from soft souls type game they've ever made mm -hmm. in a lot of small ways. That's not to say that it necessarily does, you know, enough or like whatever. We're not going to get into that debate, but <laughs> they have done so many awesome things. They, they Elden Ring spoilers briefly for the record where we won't talk about 
spo- real spoiler Ex- stuff. This is just small game mechanics. Yeah, very spoilers. small gameplay stuff. Yeah, we're yeah. not going to talk about story spoilers. We're not going to talk about bosses. I don't think I have all of the gameplay mechanics yet. Neither do I. <laughs> 11 hours in, yeah. Uh, which is so cool. But yeah, like there are some small game mechanics things that I'm going to spoil that are just about things that are accessible accessible about the game uh there's a map now you can fast travel from the map from basically anywhere uh some small exceptions you there are still lots of bonfires like in dark souls 3 in sekiro um which is really good they they feel like there's there's a good number of them uh and you you can have get like a guiding path now as well if you're not sure of where to go and you don't want to just wander even though this is probably the best <laughs> game to just wander in that they've ever made yeah that so that guiding cool. path uh at the point of grace or whatever yeah um that is once fought it that is the yeah that's <laughs> the thing that tells me where not to go yeah yeah um i i brought this up on the show because we were making this when i played my like really played my first souls game and put like 50 hours into bloodborne mm-hmm. and yeah, I I had a, a thing. I said something about how I get to a boss door or something that looks like a boss room. And I'm like, mm, no, that doesn't sound like fun. I want to <laughs> go explore. Like, I just want to look around. And this is the perfect game for that. Yeah. Like, there are lots and lots of easier, lower level bosses. There's lots of little kind of underground rooms you could crawl around in and at the end have a have a light challenge and stuff like that but yeah yeah i'm just on my horse looking around for stuff uh i've gone into like that like the first big area thing the first big thing you're supposed to be going towards that it wants you to go toward which i don't even think i've done yet i i've I've gone in there and messed around a bit but yeah i went back to just having fun again and just wandering around yeah, I've been wandering so much. I turned hard right at the beginning instead of going where it was kind of <laughs> trying to tell me. And not just out of defiance, but because it was just like, oh, this thing over here is kind of interesting. And then just led me down a, a trail of of exploring that thought. Oh, this looks kind of interesting. What's that? Uh, I am 11 hours into this game in game time, like nine bosses defeated. I have not beaten the first boss yet, I don't think. <laughs> Which yeah. is so weird to say when I've defeated nine bosses. Yeah. I don't think I've defeated the first one. <laughs> like, that is so cool. Uh, I killed and, some weird things on way on the other side of the map. But yeah, yeah. not the first boss, really. <laughs> yeah. Brad, Bradley, we sound like children to you. What, what, do, what do you have to say? <laughs> well, I think that's kind of the way they want you to play the game. Yeah. Um, that's because I went up and I hit my head against Margit, who is like the first story boss. How dare and you name them? I, I didn't even know the name. <laughs> well, I mean, ahead, it's, it's, it's like it's a <laughs> the name means boss. nothing to me without context, of course. Um, if, if that's the if that's the first boss, then yes, I have beaten him. Shout well, out to my main man, Sorcerer Roger. Well, I hit, I hit my head on him a couple times and I'm like, all yeah, right, fuck it. Right. And I just went exploring. And uh, this this game definitely uh, wants you to go out there and. Uh, Die. See how big the world is, and it's great because <laughs> not only is it obscenely large, uh, it doesn't feel empty. It feels no. uh, rich and worth exploring. You think you just found an abandoned shack. There's a basement. You're underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll just go back and look at the map, and I think, I don't know if I've properly explored all of this. Sure enough, there's like a cave or something. Yeah. It just keeps mm-hmm. going deeper. It is accessible. Uh, I actually have never played a Souls game, which is kind of odd. Uh I have played Bloodborne and have half of my right leg dedicated to it. I've heard that's one of the toughest ones. So 
Uh, Going into Elden Ring, there are some things where I'm like, what is this, a game for babies? Um, <laughs> you did say that much to me. Many, many bosses let you spawn right outside of the boss room for your next chance. I'm like, where's oh, so my five-minute loading time and ten-minute run to the boss so I can die in five seconds? <laughs> nope, screw that. Get it, Leave yeah. it in the ditch where it belongs. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, that, that they is... still do that, too, sometimes. Uh, a little bit, yeah. There are things. Uh, Wait till the end. Wait till you get to the end. Then you okay, can talk. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, I love that they, for the most part, don't really do that anymore. Um, they, uh, basically, a lot of things that Dark Souls bad faithers on the internet will like uh, are, are like the pe- the kinds of people who defend like the difficulty in these games and like say that there don't doesn't need to be any adjustment to them will often point to like later games making things easier. Uh, by but what they've done is not made certain things easier they've gotten rid of the mundane like just uh time wasters like runbacks like getting lost without without exploring like there's a difference between exploring and getting lost and you can actually have one lead to the other a lot of the times but not always the case for dark souls in the past developers want people to play their games yeah, so it's enough yeah, run backs. Just, Eventually you will put the controller down, not like fuck this game, but like in a, oh, well, I'll get back to this. You know, I'll play this again later. And then you kind of never go back to it or something. I love Dark Souls 3 so much, but <laughs> there is one run back <laughs> from the Dragon Slayer armor bonfire to the Twin Princes that I timed. And it is 57 seconds of nothing like 27 <laughs> seconds of that is an elevator it, it's it's literally uh-huh. you just you just run for a solid minute before you can try the boss again there's no point to that that's not difficulty that's not it's not adding to it just it's mm-hmm. just wasting your time it might as well be a loading screen exactly and so it's like i can get something done i i love that they took anything that had that kind of hint to it you know yeah. and over time they've been refining it but this one really feels like they were like, no, it's time. All that shit's mm-hmm. out the window. Like, There's it, still some. For the most part, just so nice, so accessible. Because I've talked to a many, many gamer friends of mine that they're like, I don't, I've never played uh, a Souls game. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there's so many people just going full speed into their first Souls-style game with this, this is, in my opinion, the biggest video game release that I have felt, like, you know, in my heart and my plums since um, maybe Halo 2 or 3, where there was just, like, so much excitement and buzz for me anyways. I think mm. and I think since Odyssey for me. I think Odyssey was maybe that. Ooh, yeah. Like, I maybe Spider-Man for me personally, but not the same way that I felt like from all my peers and stuff, whereas mm-hmm. Odyssey, the speedrunning community jumped into that ridiculously, so... The fact that I could be at the bar and whenever some random person mentions that they've been playing a game lately, I'm like, we're talking for the next half an hour, just so you know. Because <laughs> it's Elden Ring. We know what yeah. you're talking about. We all know. No one's like, oh, I'm playing Horizon. We love you, Aloy. Uh, you came out at the wrong time. It, it, both times. I heard it's man. great, though. I, am, I do want to play that, but you hear me saying, I want to play that, not I am right now. I'm not prioritizing yeah. it above the other. That's true. I, I stopped playing Zero Dawn uh right before Elden Ring came out because I was trying to get through I was I don't know I was like 30 40 hours into Zero Dawn for the first time and yeah no that game that both of those games came out at really inopportune times <laughs> <laughs> well I picked up another game the other day I bought Duck Dynasty for five dollars for the Xbox One right but, <laughs> naturally I'm, 
I'm checking out speedrun.com. There's only three runs. If I can get under two hours and 45 minutes, I can have that world record for Duck Dynasty. So. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. That's right. I got a world record. I forgot. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. That gives us a good way to get out of the Elden Ring. Like, there's even more accessibility things to talk I, about, but maybe I'll make a video oh, yeah. about it one day. There's it's, a lot of time for that. Trust me. I, I would not have gotten this game if... Both of you and both of my other co-hosts on the Chat of the Wild were both are all going to play it. And I was like, fine, I'll get it day one. And yeah, <laughs> I'm I am now afraid of Breath of the Wild 2 coming out this year because um, <laughs> you don't know if you'll be done with Elden Ring yet. <laughs> yes. Not because like, oh, I don't know which one I'm going to choose for my game of the year because I'm a podcaster. Like, No, I just I don't think I will be done with Elden Ring. I am. I. <laughs> I am in the same mindset that I was when Breath of the Wild came out. Only I can't take Elden Ring everywhere I go like I could with my Switch. But this this is basically the I just want to live in this game. Like I would just like to hang out here and ride around and do stuff with my ball and chain. And it's awesome. (laughs) Breath of the Wild's a good comparison. But you were talking about your world record. It probably it also might be the first time I've actually I would actually say, hey, someone actually made the Breath of the Wild of something. Except right. the breath, the breath of the wild was the Dark Souls of Zelda already. It was, it so, was. Yeah, I always thought that was kind of. So funny. it just comes back around on itself, and it it's kind of great. Um, yeah, let's, play, let's, play we, Elden we, Ring. Could, we could spend like literally two hours talking about Elden Ring. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's without getting let's, into spoilers. Let's, so let's maybe move on uh, okay. before um, we do that. <laughs> yeah, I got a I got a world record in Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey. Woo! Congrats! <laughs> so so uh, like Trick Attack. Score attacks uh, like runs have kind of are like kind of coming becoming more of a thing lately. I think mm. I don't know if I well I didn't definitely didn't talk about it here. I don't think, but Star Fox sixty four has been at GDQs recently and stuff like that. Yeah, I think a big thing too is it's kind of weird with like the old arcade games and stuff. Score attack used to be the thing. Mm-hmm. Like that was the competitive thing was score attack. And those have been grounded down. Maybe you did some time attacks or something, but like that was the other mode. You know, mm-hmm. score attack was the competitive way to play video games. And then it kind of went off for a while because people had home consoles. They focused more on story based experiences and stuff like that. Games got away from high scores as well. They did. Yeah. And it was less about, you know, feeding quarters in to get a, your name on a leaderboard mm-hmm. and more about chatting with your friends about what games you were playing and stuff or playing them with them and uh and then you know obviously with speed running time attacks and whatnot but then we kind of yeah score attacks have been kind of popping up more and same with other types of challenges like the the low hits and whatnot which low hit is kind of just another form of a score attack i'll be honest like it's like it's the same kind of conceptual thing right you're trying to make a number move in a single direction through gameplay skill like that's yeah that's what i like about a lot of the uh recent score attack categories is that they're like it's not just high score it's it's some twist on it and like usually something kind of fun like first to certain amount of point mm. it's not just get a high score and it, and i think that's cool and so i was walking out the, i just got all of my games out of storage and i'm organizing them and all my 64 games were just kind of laid out and on my way out the door i saw star fox 64 sitting next to Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey and like light bulb goes off. I'm like, wait a minute. I wonder if there's any like high most goals in a game sort of thing. And uh, yeah, there is. And it was criminally low. 
Uh, <laughs> it was like this, 11. This is the shit talking that you get as soon as you, you get a world record. It's like, ah, it's all trash, man. My run's trash, so their run's trash. You, you beat it by two points, all right? Let's not, let's, let, let, let's not, let's not get too out of, out of hand. This either. is a challenge to all listeners. Try and beat his world record so Please. we can talk about it. Please he probably do. can. Yeah, because <laughs> let's get a competition going here. Yeah, because that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> the, the thing is, is, is one, it is criminally low, but I don't say that as a man. Whoever did that sucks. I say that. I think the thing I sent you guys was like the Picard being like the what the fuck Picard yeah. where he yeah. just like I, this is obviously a trap. Like this is someone laid this out here hoping that uh, like I grew up in a neighborhood where a lot of the kids played ice hockey. We had pickup street hockey, rollerblade hockey games mm-hmm. every weekend. Um, this game was religion for a little while because it was one of the, you know, it was an early 64 game. So sure. what are you going to do? There's only like 12 of them. You know, if you like hockey, here's a hockey game. Plus, it's the kind of game like those kinds of sport games. Uh, sports games are like the classic Walmart bargain bin you know, <laughs> fodder that they end yeah. up in quite quickly. And so it's the perfect like parent, you know, parental oh, yeah. gift. they're like, they like video games. This one's $9. Let's do it. <laughs> so yeah, I was forged in the fires of a, you know, a neighborhood where like seven people were obsessed with this game. Right. Um, so yeah, I was like, I could do that. I could easily do that. And yeah, after afterward, when I submitted it, I, I started talking to the person and they, they set, you know, a bunch of base categories and, and records for each one. And, and yeah, it is a little bit of, I'm just trying to get people to come in and, <laughs> and try and break these records that aren't that hard to break. And then maybe we'll get, you know, a scene going and it'll be fun. And I was like, yeah. I, I agree. That, would, that would be great. I, I thought mean, it would be gone by now. It, it's still sitting there, so I'm happy. Strider <laughs> didn't have a million times on the leaderboard until there was a GDQ mm-hmm. tutorial about it. So. <laughs> Good point. Look how easy this is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that's just a fun game anyway. Like, um, I would not mind grinding attempts in that and just getting to listen to the announcer because <laughs> it's the dumbest announcer and I love him so much. Uh, yeah, Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey is just a fun game anyway. It's it's a uh, arcade uh, sports title as opposed to like a sim sports title. So you've got a power meter. You're you're punching dudes out. Uh, there are no refs. If there is, it's just for a second and then they disappear. So you can't hurt them <laughs> before this. There was a Sega hockey game we would play a lot of and you could knock the refs out. Oh, and so <laughs> we were on the hunt for them in this one. And we're like, oh, I guess it's fine. I guess it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, though, man. Like that's has that sparked an interest in you to like dive into like just basically looking up seeing a t- uh in this case a score not a time but like seeing a a thing on a leaderboard and going like huh you know that doesn't seem as unapproachable as like when i normally look things up has that sparked an interest in you yeah about, like, because i've uh it's it's definitely made me think about how i'm going to go about organizing my collection because instead of just looking at the game i was doing it on stream i was like oh hell yeah check it out it's anticipation this is a the first video board game for Nintendo <laughs> and crap like that. But now I'll be like, oh, I actually am good at this game. I, maybe let's see if there's something like that. You know, you're inspiring me. I will potentially go for the Duck Dynasty world record and then submit it for. <laughs> so what what is that game? Done quick. What is that? Is, is it is it a simulator? Do you it's run a company? Like- 
like Big Buck Hunter or something, right? But <laughs> okay. like, and that's what no, I'm thinking. No. It looks more akin to the Burger King games, like for the oh, 360, no. like a bunch oh, of little no. mini games, like Sneak King okay. and stuff. Oh no! Yep. Um, <laughs> it looks like an amalgamation of a bunch of um, different little games. So I don't know. Mini game collection. I believe that. And I know <laughs> you have to mess with Willie in the office. That was one I remember. You have to do some duck calls. If I were good enough to make awful games done quick, I could come full camo to to the event. Oh, that you've got you've got you can make the beard work like your, your beard is look. a bit more like it's not it's not disheveled. Uh, you know, oh, I can look more disheveled, chaos, don't worry about but that. you could put you can mold it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, we'll we'll definitely be on your couch. I'll dress up as the dog and Hobbs can be the uh, the duck if he if he wants. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Let's get a, get a <laughs> duck costume. Yeah, so uh, we were talking about uh, a little game today called Hades, mm-hmm. and this was a game that has that was before. You know, it was always just thrown at me like you'd love it, you should play it, and I am very good at resisting recommendations. Oh yeah, uh, because I usually <laughs> I feel I'm that. pretty hard headed about that stuff, and I usually know what I want to play. And recently, every time my friend Dylan has said anything and I've played it, I wound up being obsessed with Bloodborne, Near Automata. Um, oh, good game too. What remains to be to Finch? All games he made me play, and Just don't Hades listen was... to him about Wind Waker. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Um, but when I picked up Hades for the first time, I intended to give it a try for like just a five minutes. It's on Game Pass. I'll check it out quick. Mm-hmm. Accidentally played nonstop for about four weeks straight. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's funny yeah. how that happens. Yeah, so my personal experience, I have beaten Hades on extreme measures. I have unlocked almost everything in the main hub world in Hades. It's tough when you're talking about a game called Hades with an enemy called Hades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a location <laughs> called Hades, but... Listen, um, I just played Villainous with my roommate, and I was playing Hades, but it was Disney's Hades, so I just wanted to make it as <laughs> maximum confusing as possible. <laughs> yeah, so I love I love Hades myself. I imagine you guys... Were, I know, we're nowhere in the same boat, but... What's your experiences? Yeah, Luigi, you got pretty similar to what you said. Uh, I I haven't played any of Supergiant's other games. Uh, really? I don't think I don't think I had a platform that you could play them on. Uh, being someone who could afford one system and made sure that it was a Nintendo system, if that was all I could do, so I didn't have an I you know a way to play a lot of these games until long after they were out. I want to check out the last one, the one that's like a, a Pyre. S- Pyre, yes. Yeah. Pyre is the only one I haven't played out mm-hmm. of out of them, but I am interested because it's uh the 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 type of storytelling they do in Hades, mm-hmm. they kind of like almost tested that in Pyre first. Like obviously I, I don't think that's how they were doing it. I don't think they were like, we're gonna make this game because we want to make this other game eventually. <laughs> I, I think it's yeah. just more of like it ended up being a big stepping stone, regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, lots of dialogue, lots of different characters, and people yeah. just coming in and out constantly. Just to, to butter real quick about Super Giant, I have not played Pyre, but even for pe- friends of mine who have, they said it's very good. Super Giant does not make bad video games. They have yeah. never made a bad video game. <laughs> like, go play Bastion and Transistor, for sure, and probably Pyre, because they're going to be fun. Like, just at some point, and especially Bastion and Transistor are both pretty quick. I think Pyre is a longer game, but uh, the first two... Are pretty fast plays like you can knock it out in a day um they all have the isometric view and they all have kind of like a hack and slash element to them at times i don't think pyre really does it's it's the the weird the most oddball but they're all pretty different like bastion is just kind of a 
run around a world with an amazing story. Uh, probably the closest to Hades in combat in that it's just, you've got a few weapons, you've got some like moves you can use and stuff and you're, you're taking out enemies um, and moving through the story, but it's also probably the shortest out of the bunch. And mm-hmm. then transistor is where they started to play with combining things. So like how in Hades, you know, you can get a couple different boons and they'll kind of have a neat effect together that is transistors like whole thing. Like you have different power up type things, different moves, and they will have combinations to them. And like the number of combinations is staggering. It's, it's absurd. Yeah, uh, I had a friend who tried to play transistor for the first time fairly recently and was just like, I'm just going to go play Hades. <laughs> I played Transistor not too long ago, like a, like a couple of years before Hades, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But uh, a couple of years ago, like not when it came out. And I still thought it was so fun. I thought it was super okay. fun. So it's got a really neat mechanic with the way that like you it's almost turn based and real time. It's really weird mm-hmm. and not in the way that like ATB works in Final Fantasy games. It's bullshit. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> but you can you can plan out moves. You, can, um, you basically you can make your plan and execute it in basically a turn by turn based way, or you can decide I'm gonna play this like real time, um, like Bastion, like Bastion, <laughs> like Hades. Um, it's really cool. It's just a neat dynamic. There's a lot of you you could play it as a strategy game or as a real time action game. And the story, as always, with Supergiant Games, fantastic. The music, mm-hmm. incredible. They have a lot of the same voice act like Supergiant works with the same voice actors a lot, especially Logan Cunningham, um, who does the voice of Hades. He does the voice he does other voices in Hades as well, but I'm blanking right now. They all have a lot of them have multiple voice actor or characters, yeah. Yes. Yeah, pretty much everybody. And it's yeah, and they use the same uh, Ashley Bennett, maybe? I, I might be blanking on her name. She does a lot of the vocal singing in Bastion Transistor, and uh, Darren Korb does the music in all of them. So, like, so good. Just mm-hmm. when, again, they take, like, you, you can knock them out in a day if you wanted to, um, or a couple days, and they're very fun and usually pretty if cheap. You- hang around the the games industry or you were paying attention like you've heard of these games you know they're good even though i couldn't play them um and also i just i grew up on uh on gamespot.com and you know seeing and reading greg kasavin's you know work and 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 stuff so awesome um yeah and so i you know i always knew who he was i always liked him same thing with jeff gersman before giant bomb got founded i used to that was where I went to watch get E3 coverage was GameSpot.com. For anyone who doesn't know, Greg Kasavin is the creative director at Supergiant Games, if I mm-hmm. remember it correctly. Um, but I wasn't paying attention to this game. I'd heard about it. Uh, it had been in, you know, open beta for a long time. Yeah, it was in early access. Yeah. And, uh, and they just kind of threw it out there that it was going to be on Switch. And it like, like just shadow dropped it one day. And both of my co-hosts lost their mind. And I was still playing my one of my co-host copies of Dead Cells on a consistent basis 
And I was like, I'll just, I know he's going to get it. I'll play it when he's not playing it. And he's like, dude, I'm going to be playing this game. And my partner was like, just get it. Just, just here, just get it. And so, yeah, I didn't expect to spend every waking moment for the next three weeks doing nothing but playing this game if I wasn't working or feeding myself. Um, <laughs> I woke Tiffy up constantly with just button mashing because I was just it's 2 a.m. go to bed and I'm like I can't I just can't I can't go to bed <laughs> it's not possible this game is amazing I love this game so much it is uh like many of my favorite favorite games a game that I you know like we we're talking about Elden Ring where I just I could just hang out there um, I, I would, I would love to kill Hades at the end of every run, but sometimes I don't feel like doing that. I'm, I'm out here getting, <laughs> you know, decorations or I'm out here getting resources. And if I get to the end of the run, fine, but that's, you know, whatever. I'll say hi to dad and kill him and eventually, on. eventually you do get to a point where you want to go get a Daedalus hammer, but you're like, well, I'm here farming resources. Yeah, I need to yeah. go get some gems today. <laughs> darkness. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what was a, a hard sell for me in this game was that it was a roguelike. This is the first roguelike I believe I've completed. Oh, ever. really? Uh, uh, same, I think. I think I think same here. It's not a game style that has ever been particularly mm. appealing to me. And uh, I don't know, like the random Same. nature of it, <laughs> couldn't appreciate what would like, wh how the game design would flourish in a unique way. And that's the most important thing. My Lord, yeah. uh, just just getting like, you know, starting off with just a different boon will push you in an entirely different gameplay experience. Mm -hmm. The way that they can have one central hub with the same characters, they move around, you get some new things, but just little bits of dialogue unlocked every time you come back, you push a little further, and then eventually you have like new objectives. This game is just so refined and designed to a T. And you mentioned that they were doing the uh, early access for some people. It shows. Uh, oh, yeah. they, and they encourage, uh, one of my favorite things about this game is that it encourages trying different weapons trying different boons, uh, doing things that are beyond your comfort zone. It rewards you. Uh, just by like, all right, this one gets you plus 20% uh, gems in darkness. So, and you're like, I hate the bow. And then I'm like, I play it. I'm like, I oh. fucking love the bow. Yeah. It's so good. This bow. Why did I yeah. never use this thing? Yeah. The rail is still probably my least favorite weapon to use and what I have gotten the furthest with consistently. <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things. Uh, I wish... I mean, the way that this game encourages you to try multiple setups, uh, different builds every time you play, it makes me just wish that, you know, a game like Bloodborne was able to take the Chalice Dungeons yeah. and just like, all right, do a rush build, try anything. And just it's a fun little side thing because there are certain games that you invest so much time in a certain style of gameplay or you have to put your stats up that. I won't go back and try a sorcerer. Or I mm -hmm. won't try different things because I don't have another 60 hours, 70 hours to put into something. So the fact that Hades can be such a refined experience and it's the same set of levels, set of worlds, level layouts, and it feels different and exciting and unique every time. Chef's kiss. I love it. Mm. This game has so many strengths to it. But to me, I think at its core, this game's if I had to like identify what is one big strength about Hades was like one, what is the biggest thing that makes this game what it is? It is their ability to, to tell a story, super giant storytelling, because if that was not in this game, it would be an incredibly fun game. 
it would still, you know, like gameplay mechanics are all the same. Everything else is the same, but there's there's just basically no story to it. Like you would not have the same drive mm-hmm. and urge to play the game over and over again. You would not even some even some of the like ways that it encourages and rewards you for for switching around weapons and stuff would not be as effective without mm-hmm. the storytelling because this game is so like the gameplay is so interwoven with the storytelling that it cannot be separated from this game without completely changing what it is. Mm. And that's, I think the most important thing about this as a roguelike is how tied in this story and the world is to that type of game. It is very like built around the, you know, just the idea of the rules of a roguelike. Yeah. I am not afraid to say that this game has and will change roguelikes forever mm. there's oh no yeah nothing is ever the it, same after it, yeah, this game because, like when like it was a revelation and just how well they did it like yeah you're gonna have to really try next time other people it's a very funny game too uh yeah. the mm-hmm. fact that you run into the the hydra I think whatever that the skull learning. guy is. Eventually, yeah. the uh, Zag just gets friend. tired. He's like, "All right, you're named Lerny now. Yeah. How's it going, yeah. Lerny?" Because his name was like, <laughs> what, uh, "What was it? It was like a Lernicus or something." It wasn't, but it was longer yeah. than that. It was, it was something like that. And then the next time you fight him, because that time it, it pops up as Lernicus. The next time you fight him, it says Lerny, and I'm just like, yeah, "Oh my god, that so seals the deal." It's the, <laughs> my favorite enemy in yeah, the whole the, game. The details in this game, like like the attention detail, everything, the polish, obviously amazing. They're so good at polishing their their games to begin with. And the balance is so good. And like you said, Brad, I roguelikes were not a genre that interests me. In fact, quite adamantly the opposite. I was like, if I saw that something was a roguelike, I was less inclined yeah. to play it because I was just like, I don't get the whole starting over again thing. And the ones I had like kind of seen or tried before were more like maybe a doom style game that is like you, you get through a bunch of chambers and then you get restarted back at the beginning or whatever. And I never really been that, that interested in it. I also was like, uh, well, they're all, you know, none of them really have a story, even though I wasn't like a big games didn't have to have a big story for me or anything, but I had too many people (laughs) tell me too many people who know exactly what kinds of games I love. Tell me that I needed to play this video game. And I was like, whatever i'll try it. it's on steam now i don't even have to get on epic game store or whatever like i'll i'll play it uh and i did like you know bastion and transistor a lot i'll even if i don't love it whatever i don't mind giving super giants more money just for those other games and then i i played it and i was just like i could not believe how 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 much i did not care when i died because i wanted to be back at the house more than I wanted to be playing the game and I wanted to be playing the game all the time, <laughs> you know? So like you always feel like you're accomplishing something no matter what you're doing. Yes. They, yeah. they, no other roguelike had ever made me feel that way. And, you know, I, I wasn't a huge fan of them either, but it it's something where, yeah, if a friend was like, hey, you should try this game out. And then I end up really liking it. And I looking back at, at one point after like Dead Cells and Hades, I was like, I like a whole lot of roguelikes, don't I? Oh, okay, right. okay. Now, yeah, now I've played I've played Returnal, which I absolutely love. Still haven't uh, beaten that one. I just kind of uh, put it down out of circumstance, not not right. because I stopped enjoying it, uh, but absolutely loved it. 
I, things roguelikes look more interesting now because I mm. played a, a really really good one. I played Hades, and it's just oh man, the way like one of the 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 touches I really loved too with this game, and there's so many of these kinds of things, is like like everything affects dialogue and story to the point where I'm a speedrunner. I always turn on a speedrun clock if it exists in a game, even if I'm playing mm-hmm. casually, just out of habit. I put it on in the options. If you have the speedrun clock on in this game, Hermes will eventually talk about it. Like <laughs> he's just like, oh hey, hey, I noticed you got the time. Uh, like he's basically like, I noticed you're keeping track of your times there, trying to go fast. Isn't that great, mate? You know, like that kind of thing. Like he'll he'll do that kind of thing. I toggled an option in the settings. <laughs> this is this is something that maybe 10% of people who play this game or less are ever going to hear. And it's and it's here and it's in the game. And yeah. they had somebody voice it like that's so cool. That's awesome. Well, I've, I've got that on, too, just because I like data stats. And yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but I don't necessarily go as fast as possible. And I definitely don't uh, pick Hermes every time I see him. Sure. Because. I'm not trying to speedrun it, but speedrunners, if they see Hermes, they're like, well, I, obviously, like any little bit I can get. Well, well, it, well situational. Well, just because you're choosing Hermes like, doesn't okay. mean you're going to go faster by any yeah, 100% yeah. of the time. No, but yeah, he will get picked more often in a speedrun by a runner than than I will when I'm playing I would, the game. I would and guess so, no. You know, you don't think so? No, um, moving fast isn't like just increasing <laughs> movement speed isn't necessarily what you want to do sometimes. If there's going to be like a major damage boost from Ares versus Hermes, like I'd much, mm-hmm. much rather have a 100% damage boost because I know I'll clear a level faster than if I run a little quicker. So Depends on what, what I, weapon you're using too. This is what I love because I do know some of these answers for some of the, the runs, but like this is, this is how well balanced this game is because we can sit yeah. here and debate about like what is going to cause the the best build for this purpose because you have what's the best build for farming darkness or getting gems or whatever what's the best build for just beating Hades at any cost mm-hmm. what's the best right. build for high heat and in this case it's what's the best build for going fast it's like well I don't know you might, you might want to do one of the you know you might want to do this mm-hmm. but I think this other thing is better it's I love I love this game it's so good and I'm, I, I'm excited I, because I have a uh, absolutely avoided every speed run related thing to Hades, so I haven't oh, seen so any stuff to watch into now. This. It's great. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I I do want to call an audible if you guys would be down. I Ooh, I okay. think we should watch a fifty heat world record. Fifty heat, because they have fifty heat world records, and it's like the same time almost. I say we do the vote that won the fist, and then a fifty heat world record. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. I'd okay. love to see what it looks like on fifty heat. Okay. I'm down. All right. Most I, I mean, I beat 16 heat, and I got to the end with 32 heat, and I got spanked. Um, mm. But I don't know if you guys are down. I say we do. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Let's look at fists, and then we'll look at uh, 50 heat. But yeah, that just I guess I never mentioned my kind of <laughs> qualifications with the game and stuff while we were oh yeah getting prepped for it. But I uh, played a ton as well. I've unlocked a lot of stuff. I I do this weird dumb thing where when i was unlocking most of the stuff i go from the most expensive shit to the least expensive shit yeah um which i feel you on has that. not actually like there's times where that actually take makes you take longer to get the more expensive stuff because mm-hmm. like you unlock other things um mm-hmm. and i was always I, I would always take the darkness weapon uh once the, the dark thirst weapon the one that would give you the extra one um right 
I would always take that and always bump the heat up one. So I wasn't like ever really farming darkness, even if I, in my mind, I was farming darkness. Um, <laughs> I, I so, always bump the heat up because you yeah. also need diamonds. You need yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. hydro blood. You need a little bit of everything. So I've, I've gotten about like everything is at, I think nine or 10 heat minimum. My highest yeah. one being somewhere around 12 or so. Um, I'm close to that second skelly one. It might be even close, like a little higher than that. Um, my everything recently, and again, I wasn't even trying that hard to go fast. Everything is sub 20 for me now. Every weapon, uh, mm. I've gotten sub 20 in game. I've gotten a sub 13 on fists, which happened on GDQ on the first step. That was fun. That was cool. Still my fastest run. Nice. I somehow have not completed the mirror talents because I have one of the, the, uh, the like reroll ones, uh, left that is not yeah. maxed out. It's got like one or two levels left to it. Probably yeah. one. Um, so between that, the house, and then the only thing left for me with, after the, the house contractor stuff will be the banners. Um, the, the banners in Hades's room that are in purely cosmetic, <laughs> Just for a lot of that stuff is just cosmetic, including the the last thing, which is when you go to Hades' bedroom, the just like the badge. That's what I'm talking about. The badge. That's what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Badge is probably a better way to put it. Um, I I imagine the banners, the sexy pictures of Aphrodite that goes in my bedroom. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. 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 So I've got most of my house. That's got a purpose. (laughs) (laughs) And I've I've got a lot since I go from the most expensive to the cheapest. I like. Yeah. There's quite a few number of things I'm missing, but they add up to be a lot less than all of the ones i've already bought um mm. so yeah that that is what i've got i think i actually unlocked all the music as well i've already spent the diamonds on all the music um yeah and yeah there's a few of the the like themes as well there's the badges and the, the themes i don't have all the themes yet uh all of the friendship like all, all of that maxed out of course all the hearts and all of the keepsakes and all of the the companions mm-hmm. all that shit's maxed out because the game's just it's just too fun, man. Like it's just—it's so easy to just pick up, be like, "I'm gonna do a run of it," and then put it back down, which is not a, ge- a thing I do with other games. Like, I—I this this game hits the ranks of Celeste and Ori for me that will never be uninstalled from my computer, um, unless I like r- freshly reinstall Windows or something, and then it'll probably get installed pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> the most dangerous the, thing. The very few games. Most dangerous jump thing. To. You 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 know what weapon you're gonna use for the next run because you know the darkness and you you just like I'll just see what boon I get for the first thing and then I'll cl- I'll turn it off I just want to see what I'm gonna start with no I know but like, well, I can that. get through the first area really quick no and then you're almost yeah. halfway done you're like I'll just finish it and you apologize uh, and then you actually do it three more runs in a row yeah no I know um, I know better yeah. than to do that I I will but I am never done for the night until I am back in the room with Skelly after talking to everybody, after purchasing everything I can, I Mm -hmm. am never done until I'm back there and about to be at the next run. That is the only time where I will finally put the game down. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm still getting new story. How is this possible? (laughs) So many hours uh, in this. I'm going to look it up while you go ahead and, and uh, I I did I did want to say one other thing about the writing and like just how impressive it is because it's so good. Um, you really care and believe these characters and their motivations and stuff. And they don't really animate. They just you just have images, you know, to work yeah. with. Like exactly, it's all coming from the voices and the writing. A lot of character, despite that. Yeah, 
More than most video games. Yeah, just yeah. a picture and just like the way it's like, well, Zag Man, how's it going? <laughs> like, Dionysus, you son of a bitch. You hate Theseus from the second you hear that voice. And it's oh, like, I want to mention something on Theseus. Okay, this game was originally designed to have Theseus as the main character. They were working with Theseus. They couldn't find a way to make his story work or to mm. make like the world con- like conducive to Theseus. So... They grew to hate him so much. They made him the joke, the butt of every like every character talks shit about Theseus, that's including so his good. only buddy. Oh, that's great. That's so funny. His buddy. His his buddy. Yeah, his buddy. All right. right. Let's not call them the Minotaur. His I, buddy. Uh, right. I looked up. I have 127 hours in this game on Steam, and I also own it on Switch. Uh, not a mm. ton over there, but probably you know a few. Um, probably single to, to low double digits on Switch to add on top of that. So it's. For a game that I have never actually like, like I haven't sat down and like properly learned the things to speed run it. Most games don't get into the hundred hours for me if I'm not speed running it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that is that is huge compliments. I will make a, a a prediction before watching my first speed run. I don't think there's going to be a lot of glitches. I don't think there's going to be a lot of uh, tech that wasn't in, intentionally designed for gameplay. It's going to be people fully utilizing boons, fully, fully utilizing all of the perks and the like, making the right choices. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's a lot of unique speedrun tech that's outside of the verb set most people use for the game. It's just doing it faster. So here, here's a fun, here's a fun little game we could play. Because again, I kind of know, so I, I'll, I'll be the host in this little mini game. Uh, I want you each to kind of give me your idea of what the build is. We'll talk just the fists any any heat for this one and i want i want to know what you think the build is uh like talk we'll talk keepsake we'll talk just a, a rough boon list we don't got to go over every single boon but you know just okay. like an idea uh and what the like heat requirements if any you know any heat so they could do mm. they could do no heat they could do zero um Go ahead, yeah. Brad. Brad, what? Well, yeah, hit us up. What do you think the fists, the Demeter fists, are using for their build? And I'll let you know the, the aspect. De- the aspect of Demeter, if you don't remember, is when you deal ten hits uh, with your attack, you your special does like five times. It applies like five times, basically. Interesting. Okay, that's the one they go with. Okay. I would have okay. expected the aspect to be the magnet right. fist, uh, the magnetic cutter. I use the magnet fist. It's my favorite aspect on the fist. I know they're not using <laughs> it because I use it. So why would they? They would do the opposite of anything I do. <laughs> the, uh, their core boon. They need to have a major damage dealer for the attack. Uh, Ares is one of my favorites. Surprisingly, I don't mind Aphrodite. Uh, charm I don't find to be too useful, but it does give you a damage boost. Um, who else has good damage? Uh, Art- Artemis? Mm-hmm. Uh, Athena. No, Athena. Not Artemis. Athena. Critical, though, if you're doing a lot of punches, Artemis could be a good thing mm-hmm. to have because you want to just buff critical. When you said Artemis' name. It depends on what you're starting off with. Do you start off with a certain, like, you're guaranteed to run into Artemis first and you go for a critical build? I could see that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, don't, I guess it depends on what you want to start with to get the run going. Would you rather guarantee a specific? These are all theoreticals here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or or do you choose something a little more uh, unique? Uh, forget whose it is, but every time you clear a room without getting hurt, you get like a plus percentage of damage. And I think that would be the way to go if you're going for fast. Or I mean, I know there's a Hermes one where you move faster every time you clear a room without getting hurt, but I 
the, what I'm trying to say is I have no idea. Thanatos mm. is the, the, if I remember correctly, I think Thanatos' keepsake is the one that uh, is without getting hurt, you will increase your damage by like 2%, I think. Uh, yeah, okay. And Hermes is, is you will increase your dodge chance and move speed every time you clear a room quickly. Um, that is what his keepsake is. Yeah. So you yeah, actually you, can you get were... hurt with his as well. It's just about clearing it quickly. Um, I think you're on the right track, Brad. Uh, I was gonna say the uh, the companion is is Meg. If I'm is that what like the best one to go with, or does that depend on the weapon? Uh, yeah, I, I I was always bringing along old Boldy because I needed some emergency health sometimes. So I always had Boldy. I've seen Boldy in runs too, but like I said, it's been a long time. So uh, yeah, I I'd, I'd say that uh, Artemis is probably a safe bet. Hermes is definitely a safe bet. Um, you know, I wasn't pulling that out of my ass. I've just seen runners go for Hermes more often than I ever do because I'm not necessarily concerned with going fast. So. And we're talking about core attack. If you were going to have like dash, you'd want uh, Artemis, maybe Neptune. I like Neptune's dash a lot. As far as like a god power, I'm a big fan of Ares. Athena. Then you then you dipped into the Romans. And, uh, yeah, and then yeah, you're you talking to I mean, Poseidon. Those, yeah. I guess the thing that I'd be most I'm most curious to see is what they'll choose for their um, the the little crystal attack. Uh, the cast. Oh right, right. The cast. One, I'd be most curious to see what cast they choose because yeah, I don't I don't think they're gonna need extra cat like we're not going to be hunting down chaos for this as opposed to some of the other weapons where you definitely want more casts for sure um and to I, load into your weapon but yeah one thing, you know and as far as heat's concerned we definitely want to see Lerny um uh with extreme measures or whatever his his uh alternate form is because they're all right close to you and you can just take them all out real fast and some of this we can save for after we watch, but it is curious that the the high scores real time will be longer in some of the like the second place than in the third, like the fourth place, because they're going from in game time versus real time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I as someone who never really had the clock on, I don't know if you drop into uh, certain rooms. When does the clock stop and this, give you time? It, it's, you, uh, it's you know what? I'll let you I'll let you see it. Because it's just great. I'll say it stops a lot. <laughs> the time stops a yeah. lot. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I I won't really confirm or deny anything. I'll, I'll say one one observation when you all were uh, given your your builds here, uh, and maybe this will be the last thing before we kind of head into the run. But uh, one observation I made was I thought it was interesting that nobody discussed uh, duo or legendary boons. <gasps> Yes. Too unpredictable, man. I can't even imagine. (laughs) And I do not remember all of them. All right. Uh, So for the runs today, we're going to be watching uh, Fist, Aspect of Demeter, Any Heat, Current World Record. It's by Dark Frost. And um, it is in-game time, 622, real-time, 15 minutes, 37 seconds. And we'll also be watching the 50 Heat. Uh, These are both unseated. 50 Heat, unseated unmodded of course in game time seven minutes 30 seconds aspect of rama um which looks like a bow that's a bone i believe yeah so mm-hmm. we are actually going to get bow for all the all the people on twitter who were like can't believe no rama aspect you know or no Hera aspect here it is they were saying on there so we, we tricked you so we're gonna bad, yeah. watch these two runs uh if you have a chance to watch them in between or if you 
just pull over your car, or just clock out of work, go to sit in the bathroom for half an hour, watch these two runs, uh, and then we'll reconvene <laughs> mm-hmm. to discuss how wrong I was about predicting what boons they use. And we'll, oh my God! If we see if we see uh, laser crystals from Grandma, I'm gonna be so happy. <laughs> we'll try to help ourselves from immediately watching three more runs after we watch <laughs> laser crystals from grandma Demeter I love you baby give me your laser crystals <laughs> I don't know what we just saw. We just saw two speed runs, though. I know that much. We watched the the uh, unmodded, unseated world record for the fists, the aspect of Demeter. What of Demeter? And then we also saw the 50 heat world record, and that's unseated, unmodded. That was with the aspect of Rama. And all I know is, if you were going to try and commentate these games, you would need to either be an auctioneer or know well beforehand what was going to be happening, because <laughs> trying to even just see what boons they were picking, knowing what keepsakes were active, uh, this was an incredibly fast speed run, and uh, yeah, I feel like even though I I know everything about this game, I actually don't know anything about this game after seeing this. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. You, the commentary thing is interesting because, like, I this is one of the games that, like, if you want to commentate it without being a speedrunner of it, it's going to take you so much re- more research than a lot of other. Like, some games are you don't necessarily need as much uh, research. Others mm-hmm. you need more. This one, like you said, just being able to identify the boons. Like, if you can ask the runner, that's at least one thing because then you could just research everything else and just let them tell you what they got. But, like, you have to be able to quickly just see the name and know immediately what it is uh, for every boon in the game. Mm-hmm. And, and understand yeah. the thought process behind each boon and potential duos. Uh, yep. You, you need to know all the possibilities of why you would want this versus that in the long term as well mm-hmm. uh, our, our our poor friend in the 50 heat run they sold their special demeter <laughs> they were forced it upon them again you will take this uh, yeah and they definitely forced because they had taken the extreme or the heat that uh will make two of those go away yeah it's a, it's a really interesting thing that they did do that when it's like yeah that that hurts your chances like that that makes rng play so much, such a bigger factor so often but like it really seemed like that build was built around one boon and it was the, uh, the aphrodite attack they were like we're just gonna build it around that we're gonna hope we get a hammer with twin shot or whatever or power shot and you know something to make it better mm-hmm. and we're just gonna live off that <laughs> and do what we can otherwise you're right brad you you also have to think about how they're building upon each thing they're grabbing because I, you know, I have trouble remembering what I'm doing halfway through a run. If yeah. I, you know, if I have to like, oh, it's time to go. And then I get home and I start playing again. Like, who, what the hell was half an hour me doing? I don't even remember anymore how to play this build. So, yeah, following along with that is 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 a big part of the run, too. So, yeah, you had mentioned during the run, Hobbs, uh, I had made some uh predictions about what boons they might be going for i think my initial uh thoughts of you want to go for you know Ares or aphrodite maybe artemis or athena uh 
you want a nice early damage boost, which that was consistent. And uh, I, I don't know if everything, anything else I'd predicted outside of that was right because it was moving pretty fast. I don't think there was a lot of <laughs> cast things that were picked up in either. No. So it's weird because some, some of the weapons have a bigger cast-centric uh, focus, you know, like the mm-hmm. the uh, Hera bow that and the Beowulf um, shield, the two that let you load your cast into your attack. Those are really big. Like those are, you're going to pay attention to your cast pretty hard because that lets you load however many casts you can do can be put into a single attack and do massive damage. Mm-hmm. Um, but however, for the fists, you're not doing that. So. The cast was more of a, you know, supplementary tool. They're still using it because a mirror of the, thing. Yeah, the mirror talent to get the 50% extra damage. But the actual yeah. damage from the cast itself, it's more just kind of a nice to have, it seems like. And mm. the the main core thing is they wanted to play around that duo of uh, Athena and Ares that allows you whenever you hit with a hit an enemy that has an Ares mark on it that normally takes like three seconds or whatever. And then it applies, uh, it applies the damage whenever you hit an enemy with that mark on it, with a, a move that can deflect, it will instantly apply that mark. Combine that with a dash that can deflect and ideally an Ares, like the stacking Ares thing too. You got yourself a pretty good ball game going on. Like you, you just start attacking, dash, attack, dash, attack, dash, attack, dash, and you just constantly, constantly get that extra mark from Ares on every single enemy. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a tactic uh, I had ever thought of before. It's fun. I've tried since I've watched these. I've like tried that a little bit, and it's, it's very fun. Uh, and just having like having a big damage boon, like even in this record, they had, I think like Athena on the special, they didn't even have like the biggest damage boon, which would have been like Aphrodite or, uh, or Demeter, but having a big damage boon for that, that extra, like five hit from Demeter's, uh, you know, that when the cutters charged, that is so satisfying as well, especially if you pull it off on like a boss or, or, you know, some really big heavily armored enemies or something mm-hmm. like it's, it's really nice. Uh, I think it's interesting to note that even though it's any heat, you don't go zero heat. You want to uh, choose to have a few things. Uh, You crank up forced overtime. You want them to move as fast. And what you noted, uh, Hobbs, spawn in faster. You'll be Mm -hmm. able to clear the rooms much more quickly. And then you also include, uh, at least in the any heat, extreme measures, at least up through Lerny, because you want a smaller playing field to Mm -hmm. get the enemies at least grouped together or have less traveling to do. But mm-hmm. was was there much else in the any heat besides forced overtime and extreme measures? Yeah, they threw the timer. I think the timer was what got them up to 15 because I think those others you described are right around nine heat or so. Um, okay. If you put the forced overtime on the full 40 percent, uh, they also threw the timer on. I think that was pretty much it. They had they had it all the way down to like five minutes, though, I think. Um that yeah. honestly, they it was it looked like they were maybe going to do an all weapons run, and there you would want the timers so that you don't you get rid of those Hades forty five second wait rooms. Yeah, but for in game time, those are actually kind of good. So like, I think at that point, it's just kind of eh. That extra heat between nine and fifteen is dealer's choice to a degree, and probably in general, actually not what you want for an in game time based uh, run. But not sure. But yeah, what what do we think? Just we didn't really get the kind of the first question out of the way from a watchability standpoint. But let's start with the first one, and then but the fifty heat, I would say, right, is even yeah, maybe yeah. a little more watchable just because of its 
barely being slowed down a little bit. But <laughs> but yeah, uh, Luigi, what do you like, think? Like from the get go, they are destroying things like you know i when i think of my hades runs you know it's it's a it's a ramp up as i as i grab stuff but they are already exploiting what they're bringing in and the first boon they get and it's just it's just a bloodbath (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know exciting as hell yeah uh and they're quick too like you could you could get into like the categories on on uh, on this game and just start like throwing dip switches and watch, you know, like a, a, a seven minute run, you know, pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Burning through the leaderboards. Well, yeah. I, yeah. Just cause why not? And yeah, I, I, I think what's nice too, is like you start to get some more clues as to what boons they pick as you watch a few more of them, especially mm-hmm. that whole, the whole side part of the UI where you can see, I might not know exactly what the name of the boon is or whatever, but I at least saw it pop up in the special so I can tell they got a Demeter special or something like that, Mm. you know, and uh, maybe you don't know all the side boons yet, but you know that they're probably at least a little less important than the main ones when something pops Mm -hmm. up, you know, gold or pops up green, like, you know, it's a duo or I mean, a legendary or a duo respectively, like those are the kind of the clues. And and a lot of, uh, uh, of the gods have, uh, boons that will like when you've gotten a couple of the other ones they're like hey here's the one that lets you stack a, a bunch of them on top of them and like oh yeah that's just the one that Demeter has or that Ares has mm-hmm. that lets you stack it okay all right cool so Brad how about you from the watchability standpoint as somebody who hadn't touched runs of this game at all before I I learned a lot surprisingly uh, there were some things that I didn't know beforehand that uh shopping rooms uh counted as its own like chamber and they yeah. would always go there like i didn't realize that would take out an encounter uh it's fa- it's fa- fascinating it's wonderful the the only thing that i would want changed is uh there's a, the video editor in me or the person who just wants clarification <laughs> man if i could just hit, get like that boon to sit on the bottom of the screen after they choose it for a good five seconds so right. i can know uh, everything that they're choosing, that would be great because they 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 cycle through them quick and they they choose what they they want to go forward because mm-hmm. they know what they're doing. And me, as someone inc- incredibly familiar with the boons of this game, ev- I couldn't process how fast they were going through them. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I wish there'd just be you know a little bit That's more cool to let idea. me know. Yeah, yeah. It might honestly it like might be that. a fun like tracker kind of thing that they could make for that like the community can make for this game because they've already got modded versions they've already got auto splitting throw on a little tracker thing that just pops up with what the last thing they got was for a little bit that that's actually i think a really good point i think that'd be dude i might make that I, like i i want to see make that. it more that'd watchable cool. yeah or just be like hey hey greg just, you know just patch it we know you're listening <laughs> you know we said some we said really nice things about you earlier just just a, just a quick little you know little, little bumper at the bottom you know, it'd be nice because I, 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 we didn't even know. I, I didn't know going in. Like, what keepsake were they carrying? And it'd just be cool yeah. to have some of that information. Well, that, as far as the fifth, as far as well, the that's on the heat, that's on the runner. But yeah, uh, fifty heat though. Fa- uh, fascinating. I mm-hmm. haven't gone past thirty-two heat myself, and to see the madness that was going on and the damage being put out by that bow, and luckily, 
you were here, Hobbs, kind of explaining some of what was happening where you can like mark people and then the, the damage. Yeah, the Rama aspect. Yeah, the way that works where you use your special on enemies to put a mark on them and then every attack you deal to any enemy will deal also deal damage to the marked enemies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, that was probably the run I preferred to watch, but it's a little more interesting because they couldn't choose what boons they were do like getting. Yeah. You can do a re-roll, but you're limited in that too. Dude, so yeah, the- kind of almost a randomizer to an extent, like good luck. Mm-hmm. You can choose a few things, but that second run was an eighties action movie, like <laughs> tagging a bunch of dudes and then using your shotgun. And then, yeah. Oh dude, it's just nonstop. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, like, and, and one, quick note is the the keepsake that they bring in uh you actually can see on the ui on the side it's right below where the call would be um in the okay thing. so you could tell but for the most part what they did take was like okay if they know they need aries and athena they take aries for the first part and then athena for the second for the next part of the underworld if uh they don't have what they need from athena yet so mm-hmm. they, that was generally what they were doing and then oftentimes uh this the hades call or the um the acorn i believe was used by the 50 heat at the end as well uh but yeah no i i totally agree i actually think that it would be a really fun thing to add to the watchability to have just a little tracker that Mm -hmm. literally just most of the time is invisible but just pops up with here's here's the boon that just got picked up a second ago like there it is and now i'm gone like and just next boon okay cool like that i think would be really nice because for the people who are not as familiar with just seeing the symbol and aren't hyper focused, you know, hyper vigilant, like leaning forward at their screen because they're about to pick the boon <laughs> to read it because you do not have much time. It's like mm-hmm. it reminds me a lot of RPG menus too, where like like you might not know what the hell they just did in that menu. And at something like a GDQ or whatever, not that big of a deal because somebody can just explain it. Um, and you can always go, if you're watching on YouTube or something, you could always just go slow down the video or go and pause and take your time to, to see it. But mm-hmm. like, if you're watching on Twitch or something, like you have no idea what's going on. They might not explain it right away. Like they might not be doing commentary at all. Uh, it's yeah, it's really that, that is, I agree is probably the one knock on Hades from watchability standpoint to me, but everything else is like things get melted so hard that I almost don't care. Sometimes it's just like, (laughs) like it is more interesting once I know those details. And that's why I would like to see them more often. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, it's also sometimes you're just going to see the pure like bloodbath. And (laughs) sometimes that's impressive enough. You know, it's like, it's like awful games done quick. Wouldn't exist if some games weren't just visually, funny or like (laughs) impressive or whatever like if they just didn't have a thing that was just this is absurd this yeah Um, so there's not a lot of i think speed run tech we would necessarily like need to cover a lot of it is we're not using glitches we are simply using the game's design and making the right choices if anything uh just like strategies where always Always go chaos, at least if you're not in 50 heat, because you don't want to not heal yourself. Which they but, still went chaos. They still yeah. went chaos, even though. Mm-hmm. Much to the dismay of all of us, even <laughs> yeah. though we knew that it was a world record yeah. run. We were like, ooh. Half your health right Yeah. Now. A lot of it just breaks down to choices. Uh, mm-hmm. For 50 heat, they decided they wanted to do 
a single death defiance for every room because it allowed them to heal a little bit possibly at the end uh, versus uh, three death defiances uh, in the any heat. Because another heat they had taken <laughs> allowed them not to heal. Yeah, they got no healing restorative effects from anything except for increasing their maximum health or losing their stubborn defiance and, and getting healed back from that. So, yeah, only way they could heal, basically. <laughs> which as a strategy, which uh, so what they end up doing throughout the run um, pays off if you can make it there alive. Yeah. And uh, RNG, <laughs> it's it's uh, a <laughs> part of the game. It mm -hmm. is integral to the experience. Uh, the biggest, I think, RNG that I would say is maybe possibly problematic is that definitely at the end there when you get to the River Sticks, and it might not be the second room. And both of these runs we watched today were the second room where you got your your doggy treats, mm -hmm. and. I think that, I mean, that's the run killer right there as far as RNG goes. Plus, I mean, right. I guess if you get to halfway through Tartarus or uh, wherever you are and you you realize you're not getting the boons you need, you might just consider that, oh, I have to reset. I haven't gotten the stuff that I really want yet. Mm -hmm. But you can kind of guarantee that, too. Like you had mentioned, I'll use the Ares boon, make sure I get a nice Ares start. And you're generally going to always get attacker special on that first one. And then... Yeah, so you can control some of the RNG, but it's still an unwieldy beast. Yeah, and yeah. there's there's even other things we didn't talk about while we were watching it that they're doing, like the fact that we saw them purge boons every now and then. Yeah. Sometimes that's for the money, but other times it's because if they purge boons that they don't care about, then that means if they have things that increase rarity or give a random level, there's less from it to pick from, so it's more likely that it's going to pick the boons they do care about for those things, okay. which is really cool. Like, I think that's super neat. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that that's just an, a neat factor to me. And obviously, yeah, like sometimes they're not going to get the duo boon at all. It, you know, I imagine they're taking the mirror talent that increases the likelihood of getting the duo boons. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like a 15 minute real time run. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. If you gotta, if you, you gotta pivot, it's a darkness gathering run or whatever, you know, you just reset. Yeah. I think the cool thing is you can You're get still into playing this. Hades. Yeah. Yeah. You can get into the, like running this game too, before you've maxed out your file. Like you really got to get a good chunk of the mirror talents maxed out, but you can respec. Yeah. First of all, you respec in the mirror talents whenever you want in this game. And you could just spec the ones you care about first, then dump whatever extra darkness you have and be like, all right, I'm good to do runs. I have everything I actually need. Uh, I've got my keepsakes maxed or whatever, like the ones I care about maxed. And now I can learn to speed run this game while still finishing it. So that way my resets, <laughs> I'll still I don't have to game. reset. Yeah. They just become, you know, resource gathering runs for me. Like that, that's a really cool aspect of it. That does, that is very not true of almost every other speed game. <laughs> and how great is it that our, our world record for the fists wasn't going for world record of fists. They were going for all weapons. And yes. they, they kind of, they did a zigzag. They're like, wait, this is going well. But that wasn't their goal. But it that's the way these runs like work. It. You might just have everything line up in a certain way. You're like, oh shit, this is a great run. Yeah. And uh, I mean, for all we know, they just didn't switch their splits or something and they were going for it. But hey, we're going to mm -hmm. give them the, the kudos. We'll give them the extra, extra props. It certainly looks like that. Like the, there's a moment and you pointed out when, we're, when we were watching it where it's like, oh, like I saw it too, but I didn't recognize it as like easily could have been the moment where they're like, 
I need to switch over to my uh, in-game time, not real-time brain. Right. And okay, let's yeah, let, you know, and they make their choice. It was like probably three times as long as they would have looked at a boon choice before, and like yeah. only only just a little bit longer. But yeah, I think that I, I love this game has viable categories for both timing styles too. So like if you're if you're somebody who just doesn't jam with in-game time for whatever reason like you're you just tend to prefer like no i want my speed runs to be real time and all that you got fun categories man there's three there's three weapons there's all weapons there's tons of other stuff too and there's fresh file and whatnot um that one might be in game time actually but regardless uh and then there's if if you're like no i i don't really care about making decisions quickly like that that's something that stresses me out like i don't want to do that with this game you can run in game time because you could take as long as you want to make these decisions. Like that's, it's a really neat dynamic because usually you get one or the other with a speed game. You don't get both. <laughs> yeah. Let's, yeah. let's talk a little bit about some of the different uh, options for what your runs are. Uh, right at the top, you have unseated versus seated. So my understanding is seated would be, you know, specifically what's coming. So seated's a little weird with this game. So, Okay. Basically, the seed for this game changes in like every chamber, but you can manipulate it. So seeded means, yes, your starting seed is known, but also you still have to like dash a specific number of times in this chamber or like break a specific number of pots and stuff like that. Like or if a specific enemy's there, you know, it's going to do weird stuff to the RNG or you got to kill them before something happens sometimes or whatever. Like there there's, I read a doc yeah. about it, the guide that they have on the leaderboards that I do recommend reading and then watching a seated run because it's very bizarre. It's like, yeah, they, it's not like a Minecraft seed where you, they just know exactly where things are. It's right. more of, they have, they have a, it's, it's almost more like a, like a, a manipulated, uh, fire emblem run or something like that where they have a very strict script they need to follow and even within that script things might there might be some wiggle you know room for things here and there that they kind of have to react to um but otherwise like yeah that's so that's, that's seated so cool, i spent way too long answering that but yeah and then unseated they actually require on the leaderboards that you show your last reset like a death yeah because otherwise you could check the first boon um like you could check the first room and then exit and it'll still be the same um, mm. when you like when you start again, it'll be the same first room. So, yeah, they uh, they require to show like a death or, you know, a full like reset out of that chamber. Uh, we also have version 1.0 or 1.37 plus. It looks like most people are submitting on 1.37 plus now. Uh, almost I, no one's submitting unseated, which is interesting to note. People don't want to mess with that. They they're generally doing unseated on all yeah. of these. Seated's hard, man. <laughs> like it looks really hard. <laughs> that's just then, that's really cool. I I have never heard because uh, in order to explain uh, seated, you had to kind of explain how the RNG in the game is designed, and yeah. I had never heard anyone like kind of describe that before. And that is super cool. That like. It's seed. The seed is constantly changing and then, you know, calculates it based on, you know, whatever RNG or how many times, you know, things get rolled. There's times where they'll make characters say voice lines because that affects the the seed and stuff. Like if they talk to if they run into care on. So it goes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And and then I think the version difference, 
I imagine that must have been there was a big bug fix on that version or something. Um, I believe like uh, there was one of the the rails might have been Hestia, not not Eris rail, but one of the other ones had like the the one where you if you manly manually reload the next like attack does manually extra. reload it <laughs> manually reload it no manually um the next attack will do extra that used to be bugged so i don't know if maybe that's the patch number that they're splitting on there or something okay. else but there is also a bug with the uh the shield with the mirage um mirage shot or whatever it's called with the uh the Beowulf shield only specifically that aspect there's a bug with that duo boon that makes it really powerful and it's why that aspect is is now like at the top of the leaderboards okay okay and then what's the difference between unmodded and modded modded you can completely predict what's coming no so modded usually is uh some rng is set so like they'll always get the butterfly in Elysium instead of Asterius, for example. Uh, they'll always get a two sack at the end. <laughs> so, now, they're not, so they're not even fucking around with the seeds and uh, the RNG at this point. They're yeah, just, it's not like a full seeded thing. It's th- there's something pull the developer console up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm more familiar with the race, the mod they use for races more than like the ones they use for leaderboards. So I'm not entirely certain on everything that is allowed. I could have already said something incorrect. So sure. do your own research, folks. But like for the race mod, they add like, for example, they add the stubborn defiance on top of your regular death defiances. But if you yeah. ever use it, like if you ever get all the way to where you have died another time, you mm-hmm. are forced to wait for 30 seconds. You stand still for 30 seconds in a penalty box. We're going back okay. to Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey here. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a penalty box because it's a they want to punish you in the race, but they also want to make sure that you can still finish it, you know, ideally. Yeah. Um, so they give but, you that extra little death defiance and uh there's things like uh, the modded one will also the very first chamber for the race mod will have four options instead of three so that it's more likely you get the one you're looking for right away Mm -hmm. um okay there's things like that 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 are just guaranteed it it sounds like uh more of a randomizer setup where like we just we just changed it so like dampe always gives you the damn heart piece so you don't have to screw around with this in this part of the the rando or you know yeah it's, the, it's like, quality like, of life like this makes things more standardized for you know that's a good way of thinking about it it's it's mm-hmm. the quality of life things that a randomizer will often add but yeah. not the randomizer yeah. part it's just the the quality of life parts yeah yeah you describing it is like firing off you know parts in, in my rando brain sure. so yeah. like th- that sounds similar also would like to point out that Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey has no penalty boxes <laughs> that game is smash mouth and buck wild so it is smash mouth I mean we, we're here with an all star somebody once told me this world was gonna roll me where where those guys <laughs> got their name from yes yes so uh we've talked a little bit about any heat 32 heat 50 heat you know we got all this uh, some other categories that are cool fresh file Bless Super your hearts. Neat. You're going to go through on a fresh file. Beat it on the first run. I know it's possible. I ain't going to do that. Yeah, but they try to go for the same duo setup, by the way. The the same one we saw for the fists. Okay. That's because, tough to get then. Well, yeah, it's it's harder to get the duo, but the, the number of gods is more limited in a, a fresh file run. Sure. So they yeah. know they're going to get Ares and Athena. They know that, but it's a matter of will they still get the duo. That's the hard part. Okay. Um. 
One weapon only, reach the credits. Uh, what I find the most interesting, though, uh, all weapons, where you have to beat it once with all six weapons. Uh, our world record four weeks ago, uh, one hour, 33 minutes, 41 seconds by Seagull. Mm -hmm. And then... Beast of the game. All aspects. Beat the game with all... <laughs> Six times four, all 24 aspects. Which is what, like four hours or something? Or like it's longer. Uh, it's still it's six long. hours and 56 minutes for that. Yeah, that's long. And you think about that's like 15 minutes a run or whatever. If you're, I mean, probably longer than that. But like the runs are still really short. There's just freaking 24 of them or whatever. It's absurd. Yeah. And, they, and they're also probably not as like just, you know, like the, the two we watched like good things were popping up duos yeah. were coming up yeah. really early like you know we're getting double daedalus hammer with definitely the things we want you know mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah watching 24 of them you're probably gonna get uh, a bunch of good ones in there but running that right. category is just like yeah that uh, i haven't i've yet to sit down and watch one of those but i have watched a lot of the other categories uh and i still want to do a fresh file run at some point myself i want to race people and do a fresh file race like that'll be super fun um it just seems so cool i know there's so many interesting categories I, I like i i would run credits man I, I that would be cool and that's probably pretty long too like that's neat you just gotta get 10 clears oh like, i found some weird extra categories neat. here uh we have oh, no. super soaker what <laughs> this is where you must use aspect of lucifer must start with the conch shell your first boon must be <laughs> tempest strike when an attack hammer is offered uh, you must select it. Uh, select it. Tempest Strike cannot be purged or replaced. Uh, <laughs> category is unseated. I like that. The Super Soaker category sounds cool. That's funny. <laughs> uh, loyalty card. Uh, you must acquire the loyalty card. Any amount of heat. Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. And then a See, very bizarre one. Uh, Caron. Dash only. Ooh, what's the, what's the loyalty only. card again? That, when that's you beating Caron, fighting Caron. The shop oh, guy. yeah, right. I don't have that. I've uh, he's uh, tough. Haven't quite beaten him yet. I've I only fought him for the first time in in the run up to this episode Ooh. because Karen and I are tight, dude. Like he's <laughs> my favorite guy. He's the first person I maxed, maxed my it, friendship yeah. with. Me too. I have never touched his stash. Here's I really I like the story. Uh reasoning the framing that they give to it after you do it a few times and it's okay, like a, so a playful that. game okay. i was gonna say you should keep doing it because he'll yeah. he kind of approves it you know it was <laughs> it was really cool and i was like oh thanks man but like yeah honestly up to that point i was like dude we're cool like why would i i don't need your money dude i'm t i'm watching out for me the, the whole reason one he's just my he's my favorite but i had i had focused on him first because i was hoping to get some sort of discount yeah, mm. that's what you're hoping for. His keepsake's real good, honestly. I yeah. use Well of Charon in a lot of runs. Uh, right, mm -hmm. I put it on right before Elysium, and then you can get some. Uh, I, I you can get here's okay. Here's here's J Hop's pro tips for Hades for things <laughs> okay. that people don't do that <laughs> the they hot tip do. corner. Tip number one: take the 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 Well of the the thing that increases the Well of Charon, the the Charon keepsake. Grab that when you leave um, Asphodel and you're heading into to Elysium because okay. tip number two buy things from the well of Caron <laughs> like a lot more uh, any anything that like like things that increase your attacker special depending on which one you're kind of 
building on in that run. But also always buy the movement speed. Always buy the movement speed. It costs nothing. It's like <laughs> 10 or 20 <laughs> coins. It costs like nothing. And once you get a couple of them with because of that well of Charon making them hang around for so much longer that yeah. because of that keepsake. You uh-huh. start moving, man, and it's hard for the enemies to hit you. And like, not even from a speedrunning perspective, just like, it's great. And then suddenly, here's your buddy Hermes saying, here's some extra damage if you've got uh, high movement speed, and you get hyper sprint on top of that, and you're like, okay, let's fucking go, <laughs> man. Now I'm booking it. I can run circles around Theseus before he can do anything to me. Like, oh. it's, it's so fun. It, it, it's... I, I'm telling you, I, I grab that movement speed thing every time now because it's just like it costs nothing. And it's just fun when you get a few to stack up like that. All right. Yeah. I'll try that because because I'm usually using that to uh, one, go see chaos and see if I can't get some extra casts. Yeah, um, Do that at the beginning. And, That's cool. That's OK. Yeah. Yeah. But but also because I, I did bring up my favorite thing in the entire world is is laser grandma so um <laughs> and then you also there is a duo that like tracks way faster yes. and so yeah, like that's a good if one. you can a fun one if you can uh, get that well of Charon later and start buying a bunch of the casts every time you see it yeah uh, just yeah just have help. the army of of grandma lasers yeah fun fact about the seeded runs uh because it's just reminded me that the the ones you know where they're manipulating the rng stuff they get so many care on gates from the wells <laughs> they yeah. buy them a bunch because they know that it's going to show up now and so mm. they can just keep getting but they it means they've got or not sorry not the yeah the chaos gates they have so many chaos curses like lined up <laughs> because they got all these free rooms you gotta, you gotta remember what you yeah. uh, which ones you got because you're like why am i taking damn it oh, <laughs> all right you forget that you can't do your cast all of a sudden you killed yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh i i don't have much else i'd like to talk about hades other than this game is wonderful so and beautiful <sighs> i love these speed runs and this is a uh, a unique uh kind of speed run where there's so many different categories or possibilities you can watch all the different weapons they're quick so if you have an extra hour or two you can watch a whole bunch of quick little speed runs and know some of what's going on yeah mm-hmm also, every yeah. every Hades runner I've ever talked to has been chill as fuck. Like they've been super cool. So like, yeah, check out more Hades runs and runners. And uh, they 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 were saying at like the last GDQ too that they care just as much about like individual aspect PBs and individual like aspect world records and stuff like that as they do about like the any heat world record. Like, yeah. Mm, so that's super cool. If you're like, like me where I'm just like my favorite weapons, the fists. And I know that like the rail or like the Beowulf shield or are, are the big things, but I kind of want to just do work on fist runs. They're like, cool, man, come join us. Like, we don't care. Like that's, that's yeah. awesome. We'll still celebrate when you get a new fist PB. Like that's, that's amazing. When we were talking about how it does help to have played this game to to watch some of the runs just with, like with boons and stuff like that and just mm-hmm. kind of keeping track. Um, it also really helps that like you should play this game. You really should. <laughs> like this is one of the greatest games ever made. And, you know, if like we were talking with Elden Ring earlier, like if, you, if you're uh, apprehensive to get in because... You know it, that you've heard that like these games are hard or that they're unfair or 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 whatever. Like 
no, they're they're yeah. very you know they're very forgiving. They're very generous. They they want you to play them. Uh, Hades wants you to play it. Uh, dying is a good thing. Um, <laughs> like just just the whole game is is great, and you should play it. Yeah. And and I and I think I I to go back to I think what's so great about the writing is that like yeah these are these are you know some of the most well known stories. Um, I'm not really great on my on my Greek mythology, but I know a lot of these stories and even knowing how they end or the pathos behind them or, you know, the literal pathos behind them, um, the way that they tell them and the way that they unfold and the the observations they have on the characters. um, It's just great. It's just absolutely great. They're not afraid to change something about it if they're like. Now nah, fuck that, man. This is more like this is better than what yeah. I, than the actual. We're mythology. not going to talk about all of the incest <laughs> happening here either. Let's push that <laughs> off to the side. Not all of it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, some Aphrodite's lines. I don't know. She's kind of hitting at it, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, see, that's the thing is, I don't, I don't hang out with her, so I'm, I haven't really uh, heard many of her lines. Aphrodite's I'm, so great. By the way, voice actor for Aphrodite uh, goes by the online handle of Cortenberry and is a speedrunner herself of Hades and a streamer and is fucking baller. So cool, oh, very cool. There. Check her out. Yeah, that's um, awesome. She's and I, also voice Dusa. So you know, there you <gasps> go. Yeah, same voice actor. See, okay. See <laughs> now, now there's my there's my my Achilles go. heel, if yeah. you will. <laughs> no, he's he's a different guy. We, we, we could be here forever. I, I'm going to leave one final uh, tip for all the people like Brad. This is mostly a tip for you, Brad, out there yeah. who have yet to really get into the rail that much. Because I had the same experience. I was like, I still love feeling- the rail. I, I yeah. just, it's my least favorite weapon, probably. Right. That's there. I love them all. I, I think most people end up coming out of this game enjoying all the weapons in some fashion. But mm. uh, here's a tip of how to, how to get even more fun out of the rail. A couple, couple quick tips. One fucking pick pick zeus attack just just it's it's so fun on the rail it's just so fun <laughs> yeah it's great two bind reload to off of l3 if you didn't already that's i don't know why they put it on l3 yeah. sorry they shouldn't have they should have put it on l1 but I, I i can understand because you get it late you get the codex early blah 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 but bind it somewhere else bind it off of l3 somewhere easy to press uh like hmm. l l1 tip number three every time you reload also throw your special because you can reload and special at the same time and you can also reload and dash at the same time Mm. so reload special dash by the time you're done with all that your reload's done and you were not standing still waiting to get hit in the face you've attacked you were instead moving you were attacking Combine and that. if your dash has an attack, you yep. also... And combine okay. that with the Eris Rail, which is the one that makes, if you stand in your special, you get a damage boost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reload, special, dash into your special, you come out of your reload with a damage boost. Like, yeah. there nice. you go. There's there's right. how you have... Right. There's my, my, my tips on how to take the rail from being like, I like it, but like maybe I'm not quite getting it or whatever, to... Elevate it into okay, okay. I, I see what happened. Like I see how this can be really fucking powerful now. And I don't even think they use Zeus attack in the the speed run for the record. I just think it's super easy to use and fun on that weapon. Hot take, right? Oh, wait, uh, J Hobbs hot take corner. Hobbs pro tip. Hop the Hobbs help plan. Trickman <laughs> Hobbs. I support the use of almost any weapon, maybe except the aspect of Guan Yu on the spear. <laughs> 
can be fun in its own right, but definitely hard. Yeah. I am not sure if I love the aspect of Arthur on the sword or not. Uh, yeah. It's a tricky and one. These that are not even like speedrun things. It's just like. No, casually. Yeah. yeah. No, just throw some big old crits on there, though. Some I th- big I mean, honking crits. That could I've, be pretty I've, fun. Yeah. I've definitely killed Hades with it. I've definitely done a, a run with that one and been like, I. I like it, but I don't know why I don't love it. I yeah, don't know. yeah. You all were talking about your your maxed out, your earlier maxed out. Uh, your first maxed out character was Charon stuff. I believe for me it was Artemis. Artemis. Yeah. Was, uh, I loved Crit. I I I loved her stuff. Uh, Artemis my, my, was maybe number one. Maybe maybe Cerberus. Cerberus might have gotten maxed out before Artemis. I'm not sure. But my <laughs> last one was most definitely uh, Boldy's dude, Sisyphus. Yeah, Sisyphus. Mm. Yeah, because I didn't know that you actually had to talk to Boldy because it didn't say you could, and I guess I just missed it in one of his things. Like, you should say hi to Boldy, and I didn't, and right. I never progressed him further because yeah. <laughs> Boldy's just sitting there not talking, and I didn't talk yeah. to Boldy. Little did I know, my best friend. But. Yeah, I don't think you can talk to him at first. I think it's like it, you have you only can once it hits but that point. I, I didn't story. know that I could and that it was unlocked, sure. and I was just yeah. running. I'm like, why isn't Sisyphus <laughs> advancing? And I had to look yeah. it up, but... Uh, oftentimes my problem, the reason that one took so long for me was because I ran straight up to Boldy. I ran straight up to Sisyphus and I was like, guys, how you doing? So good to see you. I love you guys. And then at that point, I would, you, I don't think you can give him the nectar. You, you've are, you're locked into picking the answer or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's like, oh crap. Okay. All right. All right. Next time, next time I'll remember. And then next time I'm just like, buddy, friend, hell, how you doing? And yeah, it, I'm an idiot. So. <laughs> so I'm seeing a news article published about five hours ago. Elden Ring spree, uh, speedrunner tears through the game in two and a half hours without dying. So that's where we're at right now. Jesus okay. Christ. All right. We got to get out of here. We got to do it. We got Elden Ring to play. We spent <laughs> the entire podcast talking about Hades. We're going to go play Elden Ring now. Or maybe Might Hades. I make a, a suggestion for <laughs> the next episode? Uh, we could do the same thing, a vote between four options. We could do Soulsborne games. We already did Ooh. Dark Souls 1, but we could do Bloodborne, Sekiro, um, and we could just throw, you know, three, three, three and two on there as well, or Demon Souls if we want. Interesting. But I okay. don't know. Everyone wants to talk about Souls games anyways. Let's just have yeah. it be. Let's do it. Be fun. Let's do it. Yeah. We're not, we won't throw Elden Ring on there as long as we don't do that because no, I am no, not no, that, certain that will be done yet <laughs> by that podcast next year um, maybe also i probably won't play the others because i will be just playing elden ring <laughs> so uh for me like yeah hey at least this time i will have played almost all of a Soulsborne game yeah so yeah. that's cool as long as yeah. y'all are cool getting spoiled i am absolutely cool to watch one that's of fine with me i do I, not I, care yeah i don't <laughs> touch that at all but i'm not spoiling elden ring though yeah so we are Need for Speed Running. We are your favorite podcast about going fast and playing games. You can Just find your favorite us. Favorite podcast, full stop. What's that? Your favorite podcast, full stop. Just your favorite podcast, full stop. <laughs> and uh, you can find us on Twitter at NF Speed Running. We are on Instagram at NF Speed Running again. Uh, I personally am Loaf of White Brad. You can find me if you want. If you want. Otherwise, just check out Hair of the Dogcast, my other show, where. We don't go fast, but we drink more, and that's what's going on there. So check that out as well. <laughs> I'm Luigi's Apartment uh, on Twitter, at Luigi's Apartment, uh, and Twitch, at Luigi's Apartment. And, my yeah, you can find me over on Chat of the Wild, which is a Legend of Zelda book club podcast, breaking down one dungeon per episode, chronologically, in order. Spirit Tracks is almost done. 
We lost somebody. Someone's train ran out of train food because of the DS hardware. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) We had a microphone issue and not on the podcast, on the actual system itself. So someone just stood on the deck of their ship and went down. That's all. (laughs) And uh, I'm Jay Hobbs. Google J-H-O-B-Z. You'll find me. Uh, I do stuff on Twitch and YouTube. And I... I'm probably going to be playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts and Elden Ring. So, yeah. All right. Are we all playing Elden Ring like right now? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's see, all right, see all right. y'all. Peace. in the vibe yeah uh, run invalid we got to throw yeah. them both out everybody we're gonna have to redo the podcast both of them this episode. eliminated it's terrible what are we <laughs> even doing here